All right, folks, happy Friday. Uh, my name is Maddie B, and I am the host of There's Too Much to Think. Given what I've talked about recently, I think it's important to have a little bit of fun and talk about something a little bit spooky, a little fun, a little, you know, a little creepy, uh, rather than horrifying and saddening. So today I'm going to be talking about, if you have not guessed by the title of the episode, it's another cryptid special, so I'm going to be talking about Bigfoot, or another popular name for it is uh, Sasquatch. So, let's dive right into it. Uh, This one's an interesting case. It's probably going to be a bit short. Um, And I'm sorry to say to all of my diehard Bigfoot Sasquatch fans, I'm just not sure it exists. (laughs) But uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. Alright, so, it is important to note that our version of these cryptids and unexplainable things that go bump in the night uh, have to start from somewhere, right? They they start from somewhere, they come from, like, um, a creature that used to exist in the world, or, you know, from some other religion, history, legend, whatever, and then they morph over time. Uh, as more people add to the story. So almost all of my sources state that the word Sasquatch, uh, which is another name for the wonderful cryptid, uh, actually comes from the from a native language used by the Salish First Nation people. The word is Sesquets, I think is how you say it. Uh, an article done by Live Science uh, states that the famous American author John Green actually compiled a list of at least 1,340 sightings in the 19th century, so that's the 1800s alone, right? So 1,340 sightings in the 1800s alone. So according to a Britannica article, the first spotting of the of the Bigfoot uh, footprints was in 1811 by David Thompson. However, the first the first reported sighting wasn't until nearly a hundred years later. The Oregon Encyclopedia states that this is exactly what happened. Uh, The article claims that the sightings of a, quote, wild man started way back in 1904 by settlers on the Sixes River. Um, Similar reporting would come out by miners and, like, the job miners, not... (laughs) children, so minors, and such through the next couple of decades, including a report done by some miners on Saint uh, Mount St. Helens in 1924, claiming that the group had been attacked by a giant ape, and the incident was re- apparently widely reported all over the state of Oregon <laughs> when it came out. So, the native population of Oregon also say that this might have something to do with their culture, quote, uh, Native Americans in Oregon have increasingly uh, situated Bigfoot with traditional belief systems as being with deep-rooted cultural significance. Tribes uh, tribes in coastal Oregon related Bigfoot to ancient tales of wild men um, 
who, who lurked near villages and left immense tracks as described by Clara Pearson's tales of the Nahalem Tillamook, I think is how I say it. Uh, members of the Plateau tribe, such as those at the Warm Springs Reservation, identify Bigfoot as a, quote, stick Indian, um, a diverse category of potentially hostile beings who stole salmon or confused people by whistling, causing them to become lost. Um, sightings of these stories continue on reservations today, representing a uh, spiritual connection to the pre-contract past, uh, pre-contact, sorry, pre-contact past and the uh, resilience of indigenous culture heritage, end quote. And that is by, um, that is done by an article, like that quote is from the Oregon Encyclopedia. So yeah, uh, that being said though, obviously, again, as I said, it morphs over time, right? It morphs over time. So where does our version of Bigfoot come from? Alright, so where it all began. Uh, so, however, our modern version of today's Bigfoot has a different story of origin. The first sighting of what we now think of as the original sighting of today's Bigfoot um, was said to be sighted all the way back in 1958, according to a history article done on this. Journalist Andrew Gonzali uh, wrote an article on a letter that was sent to the newspaper claiming that loggers in California had found some enormous footprints. Thinking that this was just a fun one-off story, Gonzali was actually surprised that people were intrigued by the alleged finding. Um, and after the article was done by a another like after updated articles were done like updating on the bigfoot thing um and journalist named betty allen coined the name bigfoot and it would go down in history right so that being said these footprints according to live science and the smith smith's ah, smithsonian magazine uh, were actually a prank done by Ray Wallace. His children uh, had come out with the truth in 2002 uh, after his death, but the Bigfoot legend uh, had already sunk its teeth like deep into the Western American culture as it is found on the Western side of Canada, as well as, you know, states like Washington, Oregon, California, Idaho, like stuff like that. So... You know, while it may may have been a joke, uh, it's it was too late. <laughs> it was still like everyone you know believed it existed. So it's from here that there are there's a TV show created named Truth or Consequences that offered over a thousand dollars for evidence of this creature, and by the seventies. Uh, 
there was a skyrocket of at-home videos of documentaries of these creatures because obviously they want that cash like they want that bag they're gonna get that bag so by the 80s bigfoot had been a big part of western north american culture as i said before showing his softer side uh by becoming a mascot for the environment and you know getting involved to schools and stuff like that so people had just like it was a fun culture thing right so in the last 50 years, however, as of 2019, Live Science reports that there have been over 10,000 sightings of this creature. And the noise, uh, like video recordings of noise, only skyrocket uh, even further than the sightings. So, yeah, that's where our version of the Bigfoot we all know and love today came from. Um, now I'm gonna get into the scientific explanation for this creature, and as you can probably guess, like I said, this is gonna be a short episode. Like, I'm eight minutes in to this recording, and I'm, I'm almost done, so <laughs> it's probably gonna be, like, 15 minutes, if that. But, you know, if you believe, you can, you can go on believing. All right, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna crush your spirits. Just, you know, be safe, be safe and out in those woods. Cause there may not be a Bigfoot, but there's definitely bears. So, sorry to burst everyone's bubble, but the scientific explanation for this creature, according to National Geographic and Life Science, uh, the, most of the quote-unquote evidence of these Bigfoots are likely hoaxes, people dressed up in ape suits, or playing a prank. Over the years, it's no surprise the technology has gotten better, such as like selfies, deer, like all these sorts of things, but... The only thing that isn't uh, better uh, in regards to like taking videos of things is blurry videos of Sasquatches and Bigfoots. And they think that they're blurry because um, it's much easier to tamper with videos that are blurry um, than with you know, any other kind of video, it's much more believable, um, when it's a bit blurry, so, yeah, uh, and with no hard evidence aside from the planted footprints, and, uh, at one point there was, like, hair, uh, 15, like, strands of unidentified hair, which ended up being something completely different, um, it's kind of hard to argue with them over, everything so yeah sorry to break it y'all but I, I don't believe it um again like as of the cryptids that I have discussed um on this podcast I think the only one that I believe so far is the Mothman one and I think it's just because of how like consistent the sightings were and the fact that there was like kind of real evidence 
So I don't I don't know. I just I don't I don't know if I believe. <laughs> I don't know if I believe. Sorry to break it, but I just Yeah. So yeah, that's the scientific explanation. There is no scientific explanation. <laughs> uh, it's just people playing pranks or hoaxes or whatever. And uh, for all those diehard fans, maybe like one day I'll see a Bigfoot and be like, no, I was wrong. <laughs> like, no, but, or, you know, I get attacked by one or whatever. Like, you can be all smug because you're like, I've known that this is, has existed and you were an unbeliever and now no one will believe you. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the other thing, the problem is, is also a lot of these quote-unquote evidences rely on the human brain and human memory, which as we all know, human memory isn't exactly 100% all the time. That's why we don't have like eyewitnesses or anything because like eyewitnesses as main evidence for somebody to get convicted in a crime or whatever because the memory, the human memory is so easy to manipulate in the slightest way. So what could have started as a bear standing up on its hind legs now becomes this like ape of a man who's like 16 feet tall and yeah. So it's just, yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I know it's rather short, uh, but I kind of just wanted to give you like a fun little one uh, before the holidays and given everything that I was talking about earlier, uh, I just thought it was important to have a little bit of fun, even if I did burst your bubble. Um, But yeah, as always, like share this with your friends if you want. All of my sources will be linked in the description down below, in the show notes down below. Um, So yeah, if you want to do your own research, by all means do it. You will go down a rabbit hole, I promise you. So be prepared. Give a big old chunk of your day um, (laughs) to researching if you do end up clicking on one of these articles. So yeah, but uh, that's it, guys. That's it. Sorry for the short episode, but I hope you enjoyed Um, I'm Maddie B, signing off.